Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about have you started your 2023 budget for your business? Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Allison Rife Martin, CPA. What's going on, Allison? So, um, I think a couple episodes ago, we talked about how everybody reads the AI CPA magazines. <laughs> I imagine everybody and their brother reads them. So, um, I'm sure the next magazine, or you know, periodical or digital uh, art magazine that everybody's reading is CPA Trendlines. I'm sure you're an avid reader of it, right? Oh, I love it. It's so it's so entertaining. <laughs> I believe it's also a good sleep aid for most of it, most everybody, right? <laughs> well, according to an article in CPA Trendline, most clients, in fact, seventy, I believe the number was seventy percent of the cl- of clients will dump their tax preparer or CPA over a portal, which. I thought was kind of an interesting yet telling trend. And when that's not necessarily the only reason they would dump me, but it's one thing that there is going to distinguish me from the CPA down the street who expects you to email your tax return, who expects you to sign, you know, not have electronic signature. Um, all that article is telling us is the way to stay ahead of our competition is to start incorporating technology to create a better and more user-friendly experience for our customers. Because I can't imagine that you want to print out your tax return, sign it, and then send it back to me via email. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you're right. You're right. That would be, I'll go, Allison, please. <laughs> Let me do this. Yeah, and then I would think Hackster Joe would be thinking, hmm, ripe opportunity to... <laughs> You know, get out, get Philip's information. In fact, there is a really fun podcast episode with Jason Statz, um, who, again, if you have to listen to accounting podcast to appreciate it, but he uh, talked to a business owner and the theme of the article or the podcast episode was why your CPA sucks. (laughs) And 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 you laugh, but listening to it was the most interesting thing. And he concurred with CPA Trendline saying, why do I have to print out the PDF file and sign it and send it back to you? Why are you not incorporating a more user-friendly experience? Now, that's all to be said. That's not unique to the CPA profession, tax repair profession, to the financial advisor profession. That, I think, is universal across all industries, which leads into our great topic of budget tune-up for small business owners. Or just business owners in general. Again, because we are now in the back half of the of 2022, we're obviously having should have a good idea of how we're going to finish out for the rest of the year in light of economic constraints, be it the recession. I know we talked last week about it. Uh, springtime was coming, so we um, while we're seeing some slowdown in the economy, there's an opportunity to retool our operations and our budget. Here's a chance to think: How can we finish strong for 22? But where are we going to go in 2023? So 
like we've talked, here's a great way to make sure that you really know the inside and out of your revenue, the customers you're serving. Are you serving the customers that you want? Are they bringing in, are you bringing the value uh, to them to generate the most to maximize revenue with them? Do you have, uh, as you're looking at your budget, do you have money set aside to incorporate more, better, different technology to provide a great experience? You know, those are the kind of things that you should be looking at on a month-by-month basis as you move into 23 so that you can really start the year off strong and be ahead ahead, and be prepared for any other economic headwinds like the recession should it continue beyond springtime that we're talking about. Yeah, no, and, and, and one thing that I thought of is I was I was talking to a business owner and and they said to me, Philip, I just I've been I've been I've been doing this for so long. I am just not interested in learning any anything new, any new technology to grow my business. I'm like, cool. I mean, you got two options, like find an operator who's willing to and pay them a lot or sell your business and get out of business. Because like you don't like if you if you keep on this current path you're going to get left behind and go out of business and ruin the profitability of your business long-term. Like you, you thought the last two years were fast. It's about to get real fast on you. And I was just thinking too, as you're saying that we've talked over the course of this past year on like keeping, having the end in mind with your business. He's already just, he, I'm assuming it's a he, um, but the business owner has already decided that the end in mind is he's not going to have any, he's going to have to like really make an immediate course correction or do something different to bring in the money that he wants so that he can retire in the way that he wants. So you've already helped him to start to think what is his exit strategy? He doesn't want to incorporate technology. Okay, great. Don't, but then what else are you going to do to keep yourselves ahead of the curve and ahead of the competition? I don't think he listened to me. He wasn't a client. He didn't listen to what I was saying. Oh, (laughs) well, he should have. (laughs) Yeah, he just he just was in complaint mode, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna give him the truth, and then like let him work it out on his own in his own time." In that moment, he wasn't listening. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm glad you at least brought the question up because you're 100 right. If you decide that you don't want to set aside the funds to retain top talent, um, to retain or incorporate technology, you are going to be left behind. And at the end, when you're ready to sell your business, who's going to want to buy it? Yeah. Nobody. It's going to be like nobody. Who about the taxi cab drivers that like overnight their business went down 90 percent in value, and they're like, "How did that happen?" Mm, Uber, like Uber. Like, <laughs> Like Uber, you guys, you know, and and I don't like, I don't love the fact that, I don't love the fact that taxi cab drivers lost a lot of their business. What's ironic though, and if you look at it, like a lot of, this is around time where a lot of uh, African-Americans were saying, hey man, like, like if, you know, tons of stories of African-Americans, like not getting service from taxis, getting passed up and you wait there and it'll go, right? I'm not making this into like a, I'm just saying saying the industry was not serving the market the way that it should. And Uber came up and everybody was like, oh, this is easy. You know, user friendly. You got diverse drivers. You don't have these biases. They don't care. Like, and it just wiped the floor with them. (laughs) Yeah. And one, you can think industries like, you know, like you say, taxi cab drivers, but think of uh, the newspaper and magazine industry Mm -hmm. rather than trying to get ahead of the curve and incorporate, you know, how many newspapers do we have out there anymore? None, because none of us want to read them anymore. 
mm-hmm. or hardly any, I should say. And then when you read it, there's hardly anything in there worth reading. So it's a continuing losing proposition because we all want to read it and we should want to read it on the internet, you know? So there, if I can't think of the cliche, but long story short, make sure you're reviewing your budget so that you have these things incorporated into your current operations and future operations so that you're ahead of the curve and make sure you've worked you really have a thorough review with your trusted advisor on to make sure that your operations are going in the direction that you want oh and, and i'll even give you a compliment because you know I, uh um you know the, the everybody everybody should want to grow in knowledge in an area that's important to them it may be reading it may be video it may be audio but kudos to you because like 99.99 percent of people are not going to read the aicpa reports right uh, i think most cpas won't read the AICPA right. reports. But, but kudos to you where you are willing to you know after being in practice for a long time change you know change how you do things and deliver bite-sized sources of content to people in a format that they're willing to listen to, right? Because people will listen to a 10-minute show on taxes, right? But they may not go read a AICPA report, which is which is good information for us. You know, I, I, I don't dispute the information, but kudos to you for uh, for doing that, you know? Well, I'll actually say thank you for being the continued encourager of doing it because I actually can say I'd never be here without you, so. <laughs> and I mean that. I would never be here without you. I don't. I don't believe that you were like you were like on LinkedIn, like networking with everybody. So you'd have figured it out. You'd have ran to some other podcaster and figured it all out. But I'm happy nope. to be. I appreciate the compliment and happy to be the vessel used in your ascent to being the only CPA in the U.S. Exactly right. And then someday I will convert you to reading the AICPA magazine <laughs> from cover to cover. I know it. <laughs> one day. One day. Oh well, my gosh. I'll take I'll take a copy next week when I'm uh, when I'm out of town so I can read it. <laughs> While you're reading it on the beach, drinking your mojito. So <laughs> absolutely. Well, let everybody know how they can reach it. They want more information. Uh, you can uh, reach me through my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartincounting.com. And I would really actually love to have a conversation with you about this one. This one to me is a lot of fun to really like think with the end in mind, think of the budget, think how to slice and dice the data so that you walk away more informed and more prepared for your budget. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.